I know, right? So, listen, here's the deal. Mark's on vacation. Garrett is in Uganda. Tad is preaching next week, and Tracy preached on Wednesday, so you're stuck with me. I apologize. Truth is, we're doing the fifth commandment, honor your mother and father, and Mark figured, hey, who better than someone who probably didn't obey that command very well? And so he asked me. No, that's not really the case either. But we are going to go back. Mark did skip this commandment and left it for me. He went ahead and did commandment six uh, in his series through the Bible, uh, the Ten Commandments, uh, the Big Ten. Uh, and so we're going to go back and hit uh, commandment number five today. Um, but to start, uh, Nate here is going to help me. Nate, stand up. Nate's got a microphone. Kids, I need you to do me a favor and stand up. So if you're normally next door with me, I need you to stand up. And I need you to answer a question for me, all right? Mike, uh, Nate's going to come around, bring the mic. I'm going to call him Mike. Nate's going to come around with the mic and ask you a question, all right? So here's the thing. Just find someone standing there for me, Nate. Find someone standing there. Make sure, that make, sure the mic, I've got in. make sure the mic is on, Nate. All right, there we go. There's, there's Joey. All right, Joey, what is the toughest part about being a parent, do you think? What do you think the toughest thing is about being a parent? What do you think? If you were a parent, what would be the toughest part? You don't know? You think it's a pretty easy job or a pretty tough job? You have no idea. You're shy, aren't you? All right. We've got to find someone, someone not shy. You've got to keep going. Find someone shy. Mr. Boynrostro, come on. I know you can talk. Come here. All right. So go. There he is right there. You see him. All right. What do you think the toughest thing about being a parent is maybe? Picking up all the messes. Picking up all the messes. That's good. But listen, kids should pick up their own mess. So, but I'm with you on that one. What else? Find someone else there, Nate. Find someone else for me. All right. Find someone else for me. It could be. If you have more than one child, then it's a handful. Yeah, that's right. You know what? We once, I once took my three kids to the, to the doctor when they were younger, and this, this couple had a baby, one baby. I was like, oh, you wouldn't believe how hard it is to have one baby. <laughs> three kids here. All right, someone else. What do you got? I got Nate. One more, one more. Oh, there's always Nolan and Connor. Yeah, this is going to be good. Here we go. What do we got? Putting up with the kids. Yeah, putting up with those bratty kids. Connor, what do you think? Putting up with the kids. All right, that's good. That's good. Thanks, Nate. All right. Well, here's the thing, all right? Being a parent is a huge job, right? And God not only expects a lot from parents, but he also expects just as much from their children, right? So when the children of Israel were set free from slavery in Egypt, God gave Moses, their leader, the Ten Commandments, right? Now, before the Ten Commandments, there weren't really any written God-given instructions on how we should live if we wanted to live a life without sin, Right? So the first four commandments are all about honoring God, and you've talked about those, right? And Tracy mentioned, I think it was in Refresh a couple weeks ago, how that fourth commandment can kind of be seen as a transition between the first four and the last five, right? But the first four commandments are all about honoring God, and the last five are about how we should treat people and other people's property, right? And right there in the middle at number five is a commandment that might seem a little out of place, right? And I'm sure you know which one I'm talking about. Exodus 20, 12, honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God has given you. Now, I can only imagine how the Israelites felt when they heard this for the first time, right? Moses is, is, is reading off these commandments. He's checking them off. He's like, okay, honor God. Check. No idols. Check. No misusing God's name in vain. Check. Honor the Sabbath. Sounds good. Got it. All right. Honor your mother and father. Hold up. Wait a second. You want me to honor that crazy guy who won't let me stay up past 8 o'clock, who won't let me eat ice cream, and he still listens to that crazy 80s music, right? Journey, right? He still listens to that music, right? Now, I know that that, that 80s music did not exist in, for the Israelites, nor did ice cream, right? But the sentiment was probably similar, 
right? And this commandment isn't just found in the Old Testament, it's also found in the New Testament, right? The Apostle Paul repeats this command in Ephesians 6, verses 1 and 2. He says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Starting to sound like a parental conspiracy, doesn't it? I'm, I'm sensing something here, right? It sounds to me like a bunch of moms and dads cornered Moses or Paul, and they said, listen, listen, do us a favor, right? I can't get my kids to listen, right? So can you tell them that God said they have to listen to us, right? Kind of sounds what it sounds like, right? Kind of seems like it. But no, right? Moses was not, was not cornered. He, he wasn't pressured to make up this command. And Paul's words didn't come from troubled parents, right? They came from God, the Ten Commandments. And who knows better than God? See, the family was the very first institution created by God, right? And it's the most basic unit of society. And civilizations rise and fall with the family, and faith in God rises and falls with the family, right? And I'm saying it right a lot. I know I am. Sorry about that. So faith in God rises and falls with the family, and that's why the family is under constant spiritual attack. So it's not surprising that two of the Ten Commandments deal with the family. So the fifth command deals with the parent-child relationship, and then the seventh command deals with marriage and adultery, okay? So moms and dads, let's, let's just talk about this for a second. Moms and dads can be some of the most loving yet frustrating people in your life, can't they, right? They gave you, they gave you life. They gave you a nice home. They taught you how to walk and talk, but they're also the ones who are telling you what you can and can't do what you can and can't order off a restaurant menu. What video games you can and cannot play. Why, when everyone else has a Facebook account, you can't have one. Parents are always putting restrictions on you. When you have to go to bed, what you can watch on TV, what websites you're not allowed to visit to, right? You visit, right? It's enough to drive kids nuts. Oh, let's, check out some, let's check out some crazy parent sayings. You ready? I'm going to start, and you guys finish these. Don't overthink these. All right, just let them roll out, and I bet they can. You ready? Don't play with that stick because you'll... Yeah. What do you think? Money just... Because I said so. Yeah. If all your friends jumped... Yeah, you got that one. Uh, wait, wait. One of these days, you're going to have a kid... My mom said that, and Daniel came along. I'm serious. It's true. It's a true curse. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Shut the door. What were you? Ah, see, now, kids, you're probably sitting there going, oh, my gosh, my parents say this to me. How, you know what? Here's the thing. Your parents heard the same thing from their parents, right? So why in the world do they say them? It seems sometimes like moms and dads only exist to keep you from having fun, but that's not why they're there, right? Parents find themselves saying, don't and stop. And what in the world were you thinking all the time? Why? Because they're constantly looking out for us and teaching us how to take care of ourselves. Mom and dads have one of the most difficult jobs in the world, and that's basically teaching you how to follow Christ. Everything they've taught you, how to treat others, how to share, how to give, the importance of going to church, it's all so that when you are on your own, you're going to become an adult who seeks the Lord and serves Him with all your heart. It's a full-time job. Mentor, spiritual guide, life coach to a house full of kids. And then on top of that, your parents probably have a full-time job doing something else, right? Moms and dads both work full-time jobs in order to give you the, a nice house and the things that you're accustomed to and the things that you like and the necessities of life, right? Like iPhones. Got to have the iPhones. I mean iPhone, 
right? Moms and dads are God's appointed leaders in your home. And that's why he lists them after himself in the Ten Commandments. The command to honor your father and mother is a command to honor the people that God gave you to mold you into the person that God wants you to be. And maybe this command is hard for some of you, and, and fortunate for me, I haven't had some of this, but, but, I, but people come from all different walks of life. Maybe your parents weren't very good parents. Maybe they were critical of you all the time. Maybe they were negative. Maybe they were anti-Christian. Maybe, maybe they were even abusive, right? And it's tough. But we're still supposed to honor them as much as we can by respecting their role. The word honor that's used is used of kings and government authorities. And it never says to only honor those people who are good or kind, but to honor all of them because they are divinely appointed for our good. We respect their God-ordained position. I may not respect some of the governing authorities' behavior or their decisions, but I'm still supposed to respect their position and authority and the person in that position. Now, there's three ways that we can show our parents the honor and love they deserve. Number one, tell them. Tell your mom and dad you love them. Thank them for loving you, for giving you life, and not killing you when you overflowed the toilet. Right? Right? Tell them. Moms and dads deal with a lot of unexpected messes on a daily basis. 90% of them probably kid-related. So don't be shy. Tell your parents you're grateful for everything they've done for you. Express appreciation. Thank you. Express appreciation for what they've done for you, right? Maybe your mom and dad, they don't have a glamorous job, but they work hard to provide for you. So instead of always complaining and grumbling about what you don't have, occasionally tell them you appreciate their efforts right? If you're no longer living with them, call up your mom and dad. Say, hey, I just wanted to thank you for, you know, for all the work you did when I was a kid. I'm sorry for whatever, right? Tell them. When a parent gets a, a compliment from a child, it's about the greatest thing on earth, right? You can make their day. It's kind of neat. If your parents do something well, let them know you're proud of them. Didn't know this verse existed until I found it in the Bible this past week. Proverbs 17.6. Isn't it neat how you read the Bible and you see stuff you've never seen before? Proverbs 17.6 says this. Parents are the pride of their children. Hmm. We usually flip that, don't we, right? Usually we think just the opposite. We think how, how, pride, how, you know, how, how full of pride parents are of their children. That children are the pride of their parents is how we see that, right? And kids, you are the pride of your parents. Your parents love you, right? Think about how many games and concerts and all those things they've gone to. And they've been like, oh, good job. And they've ruffled your hair, right? But the Bible says that children should be proud of their parents, How many of you, when your parents have done something pretty cool, have returned the favor? Now, don't go messing up your mom's hair, please. Don't go ruffling your mom's hair and tell her good job, because that might get you in trouble, right? But return the favor. Tell them how much you appreciate them, how much you value them, how much you love them, right? Number two, listen to them and do as they say. Oh, here we go. There's only one command for children towards parents in the Bible, and it's obedience, right? And you're like, oh, yeah, I knew he was going to get to that, right? When asked... We're supposed to obey the first time. You don't make your parents tell you ten times. You don't make them raise your voice or threaten. You might think your parents love yelling, but they don't, right? Honor parents. Honor them. When you honor them, it means that you obey them, and you do it with a good attitude, even, and especially even when we disagree. See, God has placed parents in the home as the authority, and obeying them is part of our obedience and commitment to God, right? When your mom or dad says no, there's probably a reason right? 
They're not just trying to be a killjoy and kill all your fun. They're trying to protect you. So show them you respect their authority and that you know they're looking out for you by listening. And if you really think they're wrong, it's kind of important. If you really think your parents are wrong on something, then ask them about it. But find a good time to do it and do it respectfully. Do not whine to your parents. That's not going to go over very well, right? We've had this happen before where, you know, one of our kids has come up to us and said, Mom, Dad, listen, I think that, and they lay out their case, right? And sometimes you're like, hmm, you know what? We didn't think of that. Because you know what? There might be a good reason that you've thought of that they haven't. But there might be five good reasons why your parents think they're right, right? So it's okay to ask, but do it respectfully. Solomon said, a child who does the right thing honors their parents. Proverbs 10.1, a wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish son brings grief to his mother. Respect your parents enough to listen and to show them you're responsible. And you might be surprised at how your parents respond to your actions when you really do listen to them. Finally, God wants us to care for our parents. Now, I will tell you right now, this was probably one of the hardest sermons I had to write because basically what I did is I had to write two sermons. The sermon that got preached over there is way different than the sermon I'm preaching here because my audiences were different, right? And this is kind of what I, I focused on over there. But I have a wide range of people I'm talking to right now. And so the, the last thing I want to focus on is that God wants us to take care of your parents. And it doesn't matter where you're at in this whole spectrum. One day, a day is going to come when you have to take care of your parents. You and your parents are going to switch roles. For some of you, it's a long way off. For some of you, it's, it's sooner than others, right? But your parents are going to get older, and it's going to be your responsibility to care for them. So when that day comes, remember how your parents loved you, and show them that same loving care they showed you. Most people think of honoring your mother and father only in terms of a young child or a teenager being obedient to their parent. That's only part of the issue. In the New Testament, Jesus applied Exodus 20, 12, to talk to people who were trying to get out of the responsibility of caring for their aging parents. If you look at Mark 7, uh, 10 and 13, you can kind of see this. And apparently the older children, probably parents themselves, tried to get themselves um, out of the responsibility of honoring or taking care of their parents by declaring that the money that they were going to use to take care of their parents, we can't use that money because I'm going to give it to the temple. Right? So they, de they declared that the money they were going to use to take care of their parents was going to be dedicated to the temple. Now, they didn't actually give the money to the temple. That's just the excuse they used, right? And they claimed they didn't have the ability to financially care for their parents. And you know what? This happens today, right? Needs and wants, priorities. What are the priorities, right? Proverbs 23, 22 says, don't despise your mother when she's old. One of the clear implications of this commandment is the responsibility to care for aging parents. And the comments made by an ancient rabbi on this commandment focus more on elderly parents than it does little kids. One rabbi said, support your parents generously. Support them even if you have to go begging. A man who can, can afford it and does not support his aged parents is a murderer. <laughs> Pretty heavy. According to 1 Timothy 5.8, children who neglect this obligation are worse than unbelievers. And as Mark would tell you, because he's preached this before, and he gave me some notes when I was trying to figure out what I was going to say next door. Um, as Mark would say, this is kind of social security God's way, right? God wants kids to take the responsibility for the well-being of their parents when they can no longer take care of themselves. Make sure they have adequate housing and, and uh, medical attention. When they can't do it anymore, help them oversee their resources and make, them way, make wise decisions. Visit them regularly via telephone or keep in touch. You know, if it, like I said, if it hasn't happened, most of us are going to deal with this sooner or later. And we honor our parents by taking care of them when they get older. 
So what does, the, what does God want from us in the fifth commandment? He's saying, I want you to honor your elderly parents and care for them and meet your need. Because possibly one day, your roles are going to be reversed. Your parents will be totally dependent on you. You'll feed them. You'll sacrifice for them. Time, money. You'll change your diapers. Of course, that all depends. That was a Mark joke. I'm telling you right now. That was a Mark joke. I just don't, don't hate me for that one. And you know, when we get older... And a lot of us, you know, who are older can, can really value our parents, you know. When we get older, we value the advice of our parents. And we even ask them for advice. We see the wisdom they have. I, I love how, well, I, I don't. I love it when I see it in other people. But I, I love how kids go through these stages, right? When kids are little, you can't do anything wrong. You know everything. Oh, my parents are so smart. What do you want to be like when you grow up? My daddy, my mom. You're so smart, right? And then kids hit those teenage years, and what do you know? You don't know anything, right? Everything you do is wrong. You guys don't know what you're talking about. And then we get older again, and we come back to seeing how wise our parents are. I mean, think about it. You had that baby in your arms. You're like, I don't know what to do. Mom, what do I do? Right? I, I love our wedding video. I'm going to put my wife out there because I'm going to get in trouble. Uh, on our wedding video, there's a, there's, a, there's a video of me and my wife cutting our cake, and my wife goes to cut it, and I think there was something plastic underneath it, right? But she goes to cut it, and she's like, Mom, right? Boom. Moms, dads, they know. They, they know these things. They're there for us, right? They know. Remember what the second half of this fifth commandment is saying. It ends with a promise. This is the only commandment to end in a promise. Honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God has given you. And when you think about it, that just kind of makes common sense, right? I mean, think about some of the lessons your parents taught you, right? Let's, let me remind you of a few. Don't touch that hot stove. Look both ways before crossing the street. Don't put that in your mouth. Don't put that in the electrical socket, right? Don't point that at your face. Don't pick that up, right? You take any one of those statements, right? If you disobeyed any one of those, you might have ended up with a short life, right? But God is not just promising you a, a long life if you follow these safety rules. Your parents aren't just safety monitors, God is promising to bless us for honoring, honoring His chosen teachers. When we obey our parents, the instructions about following God, loving others, and doing what's right, we're going to be a blessing to others because we're going to be living a way that Christ taught us to live. And what's more, you, you may one day be blessed with children of your own. Children, God's going to task you with raising to follow Him the way your parents taught you. And that comes another way. It comes to another way you can honor your parents. And that's to pass on the legacy, right? Maybe your parents are gone, right? But continue living and teaching what they would have wanted you to do. Moms and dads are a gift from God, and these special people have a really big job on their hands. God expects them to do the, their best to teach us to follow Christ, and He expects us to honor them for that work. Obey your parents. Tell them you love them. Then you will long, live a long, blessed life. You know, parents can be a, really frustrating sometimes, right? But when mom and dad make you mad, remember all the good things that mom and dad have done for you. Moms and dads are special people. They're the people God gave you to teach about His love and to love others. Honor your father and mother, not just because you want something, not just because there's a toy you want at the store. Honor your mother and father because God says that's the right thing to do. I want to pray with you. Dear Lord, I just want to um, just come before you right now on this beautiful day. Um, Lord, you are our heavenly father. Lord, and all those things that we just talked about, about honoring our father, apply to you too, Lord. But Lord, here on this earth, Lord, we just pray that you, you help us to... Um, just appreciate what we have, um, 
the, the authorities that you've given us, um, the role models you gave us, Lord. And even though they might have been perfect, Lord, we, we thank you for um, still putting those people in our lives to teach us um, about you and to bring us to the spot where we're at today, Lord. And Lord, we just pray that you help us to um, continue to live out their legacy, follow their wisdom, um, and, and, and just make them proud of us and, make them, and, and, and be proud of them as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.